You having a good time? Yes. We hope you guys are having a good time today. Welcome to the second episode of Hope This Works. I am Aaron Linneman, and with me is my co-host... Jake Devarian. And how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, this is the day after our first episode of recording, which is uh, pretty fun because we were just so excited to get another one out. I know. I, honestly, I was just going to ask you how you slept last night, uh, since it's been such a little time in between our last recording. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> for me, it wasn't too bad. Like, I, for whatever reason, the past few days have not been able to sleep very well, and so when I was able to actually, like, conk out, I had a good 10-hour catch-up sleep, which is good. That's, that's, uh, that's really good. I've also been struggling sleeping. Um, with my early wake-up time, where, where with my work, I, I get up around uh, four, four. <laughs> I do get up around four twenty, funny <laughs> enough, uh, to get ready for work. And so, uh, just the stress of always knowing that I have to wake up at four in the morning. Uh, I usually do wake up a couple times at night. I'm trying to work on it. Maybe take some melatonin and try to get some better night's sleep. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I I used to have to wake up at like five for when I worked at Nectar Juice Bar. That was yeah. pretty rough, yeah. So I feel it's, you a little bit. It's rough. It's, I mean, I'm, I get tired. Like, <laughs> I get tired at 8 o'clock, like, every night. I can barely stay up past 10. You're like an old grandpa. I am like an old grandpa. Wait, so, like I said, you get up at 4, 420. I and do. Then, and then who is golfing at 530 a.m.? So, so, uh... What happens is I actually, I currently right now where I'm living, I'm about 25 minutes away from uh, the course that I work at. And I won't disclose the course's name just because I think later on we're going to get into some some talk about work a little bit and nothing bad about the some course. Some water cooler talk. Yeah, just some water cooler talk. Uh, and... Uh, so I have to be able to get there in time, and the golfers don't start until 7 o'clock. We have to prep the course. I, I work, I'm one of the greenskeepers there, uh, and so we have like a two-hour window to prep the course, but honestly, it's an hour 55, because there, there's always like the person who wants it, who starts before they're even allowed to. They just, they're just ready to go. I, I don't get what, what is with speed golfing, but there are some people who just try to golf as fast as possible. <laughs> they're, just, they're just sick of sitting in their office all day. They just want to hit something. Yeah, or honestly, they're just, the, most of them are retired, and <laughs> I don't know why they're, they're itching to get golfing so early. I feel like when I get to their age, I'm going to want to sleep in. They feel like they have to get up so that they can enjoy their last years of life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to start and try out a new segment. Uh, Again, like yesterday, we told you guys that we're going to do fun stuff, games, activities. Uh, We're pulling up um, our script that... Well, your script. My script for what, what... is currently titled Script Challenge. A very original name. Uh, funny story. Before we even talked about doing this podcast, you know, uh, 
Jake and I will DM each other on Instagram and stuff and send each other like funny memes and I just Most, remember mostly uncut gem memes, but <laughs> mostly uncut gem memes. And that is a hundred percent true. That it probably ninety percent of what we send each other is related to uncut gems. And uh, so we were just talking a little bit, catching up and what what did you tell me? You told me something to the effect of like I I I think we're talking something about like um just productivity and like filmmaking in general. We we're just like um I think you were just creatively frustrated. So then you're like, "Hey, give me a script prompt because I want to make something." I'm like, "Okay, hamburger." Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you were like, "All right, I'm going to give you one word." And I had to I had to just write like a short script from that one word and it was hamburger and I never got to it because you know life can get busy sometimes especially with uh, work and everything uh, so we when we're coming up with ideas you know we're, we're bouncing off new things and everything uh, we decided that we wanted to try this new segment uh, maybe it will work maybe it won't but pretty much what it is is uh, what we're going to do is every couple episodes, me or uh, Jake or, you know, we're... We'll switch we're off gonna... from, t- like, um, so Aaron's yeah. got it this week. He is going off the one word prompt, which is hamburger. And he has to write a short script on um, on that word on in any way he can think. And um, so he came up with the first script for this challenge. And then yeah. we're like... going to read through it today and we're going to see what you guys think. Like a true screenwriter, uh, I wrote it like today. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it today. I wrote it in thirty minutes. So there, my you know, it's not it's not my magnum opus. There's probably going to be some mistakes and stuff. Uh, we wanted to add a fun twist to this game. Mm-hmm. So um, I have come up with the wonderful idea of not really giving uh, the characters any characteristics besides their age. I think it's fair that whoever wrote the script is also the uh, the narrator in the sense where they read off all the actions mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, But, you know, we have characters with not a lot of descriptions, so a little fun twist. I got a random generator, and what we're going to do for today is uh, we're going to see what accent that we're gonna have to speak in and which so I'm ex- I'm yeah, nervous. yeah well it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because we're both really funny guys you know yeah and, <laughs> you know i'm really good i'm really good at accents I, you heard my david I, spade yesterday it, that was pretty <laughs> impressive yeah i and i think i pride myself on impressions as well so we'll see how well this goes and how bad we actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh no take backs once once we get it once it's out yeah okay so let's start let's begin okay so we have two characters right yeah okay blindly choose who do you want to be tom or david um david for david spade okay david for david spade i'm tom do you want to do you want to Go first for accents, or you should I? Yeah, go first? no, I, I want to go first for sure. You go first. Okay, it's it's um, it's okay. Safe. For some reason, as always, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> it's not working. Um, everything's coming up 
blank. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm I have the list, and you're gonna choose numbers between. Uh, we're gonna do this ourselves. You're gonna choose a number between one and eight, and then uh, that will be yours. And then you're gonna also, since I can see the list, you gotta choose the number for me. Okay. So choose a number between one and eight. So mine is going to be eight, and you will be two. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you are a Midwestern accent. Okay, so that's like... Um, don't, don't you know? Don't type, you know? Like I'm a soda pop I'm, kind of thing. I'm, a, I'm New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at accents. <laughs> Wait, so gonna it's going to be filled with like... Um, Bill from Uncle Gems with some Midwestern <laughs> pokey. Yeah, some uh, kind of like uh, uh, Chicago. Some Fargo. Yeah, something. Yeah, like Fargo. Okay. Good movie reference. Good movie reference. Thank you. I try. Uh, okay. Do you have the script pulled up? I do. I'm ready oh. to go. You know, just for today, I'm going to read the narrator as normal but i also think it would be fun if the narrator was a different accent but today i'm just gonna read it normal that sounds good so um i just want to put a disclaimer i did write this in 30 minutes so um i'm really pouring out my soul here so please listeners uh be kind in whatever comments if there are any comments where we post this. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be fine. I think you're going to be just fine. I, I really, I think I could submit this into a festival. Like, I'm so confident in this. Like, Sundance, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm reading the first blurb. I'm just trying to get it really quick. Get it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, well, since this isn't live, we'll add in a little music as we, we'll, yeah. we'll give each other 10 Make seconds. It fun. Add in maybe and then add some ambiance and yeah. like a wherever we are. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Ten seconds. All right. You you control us. You start us off. Okay. Ten seconds. Now. All right. Here we go. Exterior, suburban backyard, afternoon. A small gathering of close friends are enjoying a cookout. Two mid, mid-30s are hanging by the grill, staring at another cookout attendee, male 40s. Hey, Tom. Looks like you got yourself an empty plate there. Uh, <laughs> would you like a hamburger or a cheeseburger? <coughs> Actually, I'm pretty full. Uh, hamburger or cheeseburger? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger or cheeseburger? Hamburger. <laughs> Perfect. Still staring at the other cookout attendee, David puts a hot dog on Tom's plate. What the hell is this? You give me a hot dog, David? <laughs> David breaks focus from the man and onto Tom's plate. Dang it. You're fine. Just eat the damn hot dog. Now it's turning way too Texan, but we'll see. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. Honestly, I don't think I can eat another thing, David. I'm so full. I've eaten like 20 of these things. David lets out a huge roar of frustration. Do you want to do the huge roar? <laughs> 
everyone including their person of interest shifts their attention over to the two men cut to interior virtual reality interrogation hub (laughs) this is taking a turn yeah David rips off his VR headset and throws them to the ground. Tom timidly takes off his headset. If I give you a hot dog, eat the hot dog. But I hate hot dogs. It's not even real. It's virtual. Now I just sound like a nerd. It shouldn't (laughs) matter. (laughs) I just can't be believable. I don't care if I hand you a shoe. Next time you take, you take what I give you, or you won't have it next time. We have a dangerous asset over there. David points to the person of interest. He's hooked up to a more elaborate VR hub, harmless and unaware of what's going on. With very valuable information. Okay. So we need to get that info. Yes. So that I can go home. Got it. <laughs> you know, it works, because my character... Um, in the VR simulation, he has a different accent, so we'll go with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I keep changing like pitches. I don't. I, I you know, uh, it's again, it's the it's the VR to non VR. Yeah, finish uh, it up. David walks over to the person of interest and presses the reset button on his hub I'll do VR it. system. Starting trial twenty seven. The two men put on their VR headsets. Hey, Dave. Yes. I lied. I don't like hamburgers either. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah. Masterpiece. That um, was that was great. That was great. Honestly, uh, the I mean, the accents really showed the range between uh, what a New York accent is and what a Midwestern <laughs> accent is. And this is my first time actually reading through and, like, um, seeing the script. And that was pretty good for three pages. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you pulled that off. That was that was pretty entertaining. Oh, uh, thanks. I hopefully the the listeners can uh, understand uh, the script. I know there was a lot of laughter. I think you know, uh, r- rumor mill. We might have social media, so maybe one of the fun things we can do is post the script on like an Instagram page. If you guys really are curious about reading, uh, obviously watermarks because this is like award winning stuff. Yeah, I don't this want is you guys very to important. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for indulging us with kind of our first activity on this on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, and um, taking my mind off of work. I have work tomorrow. Oh. I had a half day today, which was nice, because uh, as we're recording today is Labor, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had a half day today, which was nice, but I don't know. How, how, how are you holding up? I mean, I'm technically 24-7 on the clock. I, really? I'm basically always ready to do whatever. And that kind of goes into our next segment, which is going to be um, talking about our worst experiences at our current jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you take that one first? Yeah. I really got to kind of process all the, all the pain <laughs> and <laughs> of working yeah, on, on the golf courses, you know. For sure. Okay. So... This job, it is working for a show. It is um, working for like a full-on thing. I won't give out what it is exactly, but eventually, when I'm done with it, I'll be able to reveal all. On our rumored social media. Yes. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) yes. And, um, well, to be very honest, 
this job definitely has its benefits, but even more has its downsides. It's shown quite a bit of the ugly side of um, TV, and uh, specifically reality TV, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think not anything pertaining to the show, but just like the way things have been happening with like simple things of, I think the worst experience I've had so far on this show is the fact that we we can't leave. Okay, so for our for this place that we're at, we can't leave the premises. We for the first two weeks because of COVID, we had to stay in our rooms, weren't allowed to leave at all for a full two weeks and that was yeah i mean yeah wow yeah and that was that was pretty tough like i i couldn't even see my guy i couldn't see um anyone i was supposed to be working with you know i couldn't see my brother who's also working here it was it was really weird just be sitting in a room for two weeks doing nothing but what made it even worse was that they hired this catering company that what seemed like they just started the week before because the food was so atrocious i couldn't eat half of it really and like it must have been the same catering company from fire festival then <laughs> it might have been basically um a few a few meals like these are meals that are supposed to sustain us because we don't have any other food besides what we brought um a few meals that stood out was this weird um, it was basically chicken, boiled chicken inside of this bread mixture um, that encompassed it, like a chicken Wellington kind of thing. Okay. And the chicken was undercooked every time they oh drenched my- it in this disgusting, like, mustardy sauce. It was so horrendous, and I ate it just to survive, honestly. So, could you order DoorDash, though? No, for these first two weeks, we could not order anything outside of what we're getting, like what we're getting uh, fed. So we were <laughs> stuck with that. We had um, lettuce burritos, which just had lettuce in them, as it sounds. Um, we <laughs> Wait, had it was a tortilla, and it was just lettuce. Tortilla and, a tortilla. and lettuce. Tortilla and lettuce. That was that was what we had to deal with. Um, we were served rotten fruit. We were served um, just everything that you could think that could go wrong with food we were served that yeah and so those first two weeks were really rough because they couldn't for whatever reason this production company that i'm working for couldn't fire the catering company until the two weeks were up which i don't (laughs) understand i don't know how they even found this catering business in the first place (laughs) but the funny part is everyone had to deal with this food including the top like really above the line and below the line they had to endure with us, which was pretty, pretty, pretty terrible. Um, and so that was pretty horrendous. But another really funny and also kind of just sad thing was <laughs> um, one of the above line producers was in a penthouse suite in our hotel that we're staying at. And in his hotel, he has it all to himself. He, he, you know, he's a producer. He gets to have that kind of luxury. Except for the fact that there was a bat flying around inside of his room. <laughs> <laughs> and it took them forever to get it out, apparently. And, you know, with 
times of COVID, bats are not exactly the most cutest furry <laughs> animal that you want to have I around. Forgot, I forgot. Like, that's kind of like the link to... That's the supposed link, yes. I've had a fear of bats since I, I saw the movie Contagion. I saw, I saw that, that when movie it came Batman. Out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, so yeah, this it's been a wild ride here. So, like, I'm about five or six weeks in now, and it feels like I started a year ago. Really? Yeah, it's been I, quite a long time. Honestly, I don't, I don't doubt you on that. Uh, because I I have five weeks left, mm-hmm. um, and it, I can tell it's going to be feeling like forever. And for me, it's like the closer I get, like, I my attitude gets better. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can't complain, too, because... Because, you know, yeah. people, a lot of people don't have jobs during this time. Right. Uh, one thing I do want to address is that as as tough as this job can be as far as, like, bearing some things about it, I'm very fortunate to have a job right now. I completely realize that, and I completely thank the people who got me this in the first place. But even they were like, wow, that's terrible. <laughs> so Yeah, I think... I think that's a good disclaimer. Like, it's okay to not like your job after a while because, you know, it can get repetitive. Mm-hmm. Or not, not, sorry, not dislike your job. Or, you know, not everything's going to be perfect. So it's okay to, to, you know. Yeah, work rate isn't always going to be fun. It's not always going to be fun. Um, but uh, for me, uh, I'm about ready to, you know, jump ship soon. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying to have a lot of energy to like really finish strong yeah but for me the the cycle of working at a golf course started in uh may of 2019 which feels like may of 2004 it's just uh the details as i said earlier working at a golf course especially like greenskeeper uh you have to get up super early um and how it how it works uh, at my the newest course I work at I've worked at too. Um, the way they schedule is they do uh, a regular five like Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and then you get the weekend off, and then following that you have to work Monday through Wednesday, and then you get Thursday off. Interesting. And then you have to work two half hours. I mean two two half days. Uh, on the weekend, which already pours into the five-day week. So mm. you're starting the Friday um, from your Thursday off and working until the next Friday. Mm. And give or take, like, the Saturday and Sunday are half days, but that's eight days straight of getting up at 4.20 in the morning, which in, in, in by itself is very tiresome mm-hmm. and, and for me i don't i don't think look i will i will work pretty much anywhere before i work at a golf course again i think <laughs> as a person if you're if it's not a job like you're 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 passionate about if it's the you know sometimes in life you have to take jobs that yes. is going to give you uh, what you need to necessarily survive and when you're in that position i think um if it starts to get tiresome it, you, it's not 
a crime to start looking for other jobs. I think as long as you can find another one, it's, uh, you know, you could switch it up. I'm pretty sure when I'm done with this job, I'm going to look for any other type of job. Um, personally, uh, I think it's ruined golf for me in general because <laughs> I just associate uh golf courses with work which means i associate golf with work and did you play golf growing i up? never played golf growing up uh, i played maybe that's a lie i played maybe like once or twice uh so not never but it was a very rare occasion that i would go on the course i think i think my eighth grade year i went with my friend a couple times uh so i it's something like i i don't know i i don't think i could ever golf again uh, you learn too, and I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this isn't a universal truth. Mm-hmm. I, I say it in like a joking way, uh, just because it helps me get through kind of this. But I believe there is a, uh, in some sense, when you get old, it sucks, and you can either be a very nice old person or a very mean old person. Yes. And I have dealt with some mean uh, sons of guns. Sons of guns, man. Some um, some mean uh, older uh, boomers, <laughs> <laughs> and and essentially uh, it's just like to them like they're just trying to get their golfing in. Because when you, when you do work greenskeeping, you're gonna be in the way sometimes because you mm-hmm. have to do your job, and uh, the, the 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 there are some people who will make it a point to cock block you from doing your job. And I use the term cock blocking because essentially that's what it is. They they get physically in the way of you completing because they they want their to golf in, in, in peace and quiet, which I understand. You know, we when you when you do work at a golf course, they tell you, hey, turn off the machines when somebody comes to the golf. And I, you know me, I'm a great employee. I always turn off the machine when somebody yeah. comes up, but. It's the extra mile of making sure they park their golf cart exactly where I'm working to be like, hey, you, don't F with me and my, <laughs> don't frick with me and in my hole right now. My, I'm going to, I'm going to make my hole. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to golf in peace and quiet. And I do not trust you. I do not trust that you will turn off your machine. So I will make sure to park right next to you, right in your work site. Oh, my god! So that you don't do that. Um, and sometimes, like, it's, the machines are loud. Eh, I just remember uh, some, some people on golf carts, they will not stop for you. They will keep driving i had to jump out of the way one time because because <laughs> <laughs> i was uh edging the uh the cart path which is pretty much the sidewalk that carts walk on edging is like kind of when the grass starts growing over the sidewalk you you edge it. you you cut the grass on the side make it look nice uh very symmetrical Mwah, chef kiss um <laughs> and um it is i, I just remember like and the thing about golf carts, they're electric. They do not make a sound. So I'm I'm looking up, and there's this uh, there's this uh, older person. I like just like full feet, full pedal to the metal, like driving right towards me. So it gave me nearly gave me a heart attack. Uh, and uh, at my the other course I worked at, uh, it, they they serve alcohol, 
and I did not realize that people can drink so early on a Sunday morning until That's impressive, yeah. you work at a golf course. I'm talking, I'm, there's a group of golfers every Sunday. It was about like 20 people. They would just get hammered at like they, 8 in the morning. They skip breakfast. They go to the golf course with their clubs, and they just get hammered. Yep. I mean, when you're retired, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can drink at 8 in the morning. You can run over a maintenance guy. Uh, no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and just, again, I mean, with, with working, I, again, I, I feel very blessed to have gotten a job. It was very imperative uh, at this time in my life that I do, you know, yeah. have some inflow of, of cash, um, adulting. Or, you know, we're at that age where we're getting to, you know, I mean... We're adults. We're adults. We get to, we we, to work. Yeah, and some people, we're fortunate enough that, you know, that it wasn't until, you know, we got older that we had to start thinking that. There's people who have Looking to start working 14, right away. 16. Yeah, and um, it's just important to remember to count your blessings. Uh, even if it can get repetitive and sometimes you have a bad day or uh, food poisoning or f- <laughs> you had food poisoning. Okay. Tell me, wait, was it the lettuce burrito? No, I can tell you that was the safest thing we ate for sure. <laughs> what can you, can you describe what not, don't describe what happened <laughs> when you got food poisoning. Just tell me like the item. It was, uh, it was out. It was not in like a, Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> I'm trying to say, it was it was we were spewing from the bottom, not from the top, which is nice because I hate throwing up. Oh, I meant like the food, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be honest, it's all a blur now. Every single day feels exactly the same, so I could not tell you what I ate exactly that <laughs> caused it. Um. Man, I haven't had food poisoning before, and uh, I really hope that I never do get food poisoning. Uh, and I, my hope is that, uh, if anything, that I like sushi. If mm-hmm. I, if I, cons- I, my hope is that I always consume uh, sushi that will not get my tumbly rumbling. Uh, as as a Pooh Bear would say, I think. Uh, <laughs> just, just, I can do a Pooh Bear impression. I think. Uh, take a second. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read the next script. It's Pooh Bear. My tummy's a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was unexpected, but really good. It was pretty decent. Uh, I, I guess this is a good time to move over to our, our second... Our second topic of the day. Yeah. And this kind of has to go. We wanted to talk about, you know, where we're at right now, we're just getting started. This is a journey. Uh, If this was Candyland or Monopoly or any board game, I don't know why I chose those two. (laughs) We would be at the start. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mousetrap is not, it's a weird board game. (laughs) I don't even know. We'll get into Where do you start in Mousetrap? Yeah. Uh, which is honestly, if if you don't know where to start at Mousetrap, that's honestly a good analogy for where we're at, because uh, it is there's no certain path to take 
to get into the industry. And uh, we talked a little bit about what is hope versus reality. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to comes to things, I, I, you know, we're starting out, so I, I listen back uh, to the episode that we did. Um, I want to make it clear of what I said yesterday. I said I'll take anything that's given to me. I want to clarify. I do have a goal that I'm working towards, but to get my foot in the door, I'm willing to do what I can to get my foot in the door. I I'm not going to be like, well, you know, I'll just uh, I'll just be a PA for the for the rest of my life. Like I'll gladly be a PA, but I've I definitely have... I've definitely met a few of those. That's for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I. I think it's always good to to have that that big goal, but take it step by step. And, and uh, I don't know for you, but for me, uh, I think with film, you can do other jobs and still have that goal. It's just you gotta put in the work each day. You gotta find time to put in the work. So for me, with screenwriting, I, you know, I gotta write. Uh, I gotta write every day, which I haven't been the best at. Um, but, you know, I'm starting on the right foot. I mean, mm-hmm. I just wrote that award-winning uh, three-page script we just read off of. So, uh, you know, any day is a good day to start. Uh, and I yeah. think... And I think specifically for screenwriting, just writing any pages, it doesn't matter what it's for or how many you write, but like writing any amount of pages a day is exactly what you need to be doing as a screenwriter. Like, whether it's for a feature or just practicing with shorts, like, that's really important. Um, what, what about you, Jake? Are you, wait, I, what were you, you, what's your, <laughs> let me, uh, do you have a dream that you think you could, uh, that you could do anything? Uh, I, I do, I do have a dream that I think I could do anything um, yeah, what is what I was gonna say is what what is your kind of big goal right now in the film industry? Something that you're you're working towards wanting to do, right? Well, um, for me, so I have a brother, a younger brother who's into film as well, and um, he and I both aim to become producers of specifically feature films. Um, we both have very similar tastes as far as like um, what we like to consume and also what we like to create we are just you know we're taking after a lot of the uh, idols that come out that have come out like the 90s and also even today like the Duplass brothers are huge like they the way their um, journey at least reflects what we'd like to do but obviously everything is changing now with COVID so we'll have to see what we actually come up with but you know, the gist is to just keep creating things and keep meeting people and finding voices because that's what producers do, at least for the start. You just meet people and you try to help them create what they want to create and you are just facilitating that process and trying to make it as good as possible. And you're supplying the directors with what they need and finding good stories. And, yeah, like, I... When I first went to get into film which is the third grade, I also wanted to become a director like most people. Bro, no way. Um, it was the third grade for me also. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. they, they asked me, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, um, 
I'll be a film director. And so it was just because of Star Wars, like how most of our generation is, you know, Star Wars was huge because they brought out the prequel trilogy, which we grew up with. And now they have the sequel trilogy that I'm sure a lot of kids are going to be inspired by as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I mean, for me, it was Shrek the third <laughs> sky high, but specifically I mean, Star Wars is great. Also <laughs> specifically. Yeah. We can, I will get into Shrek. I will get into Shrek. I, I had a weird obsession, not weird. I was just obsessed with the Shrek franchise when I grew up. There's nothing weird about that. There's nothing weird about loving Shrek and owning yeah. Shrek birthmarks and and Burkmarks. and owning Shrek uh, cereal and having Shrek birthday parties. And uh, that merch. Yeah. So but no. Um, as far as like, you know, growing from that third grade director, I realized that I really like a lot of aspects of film. I like seeing everything from a bird's eye view and seeing things from start to finish and so producing is kind of what that is at least to me um in my current mind because there's obviously a lot of different types of producers there's line producers there's associate producers there's and they all have different types of jobs and tasks to take care of but i think um you know we're we're in a we're in our 20s and we are able to take risk and like raise money for features that we believe in and be able to put them out there in the world because it's easier now than ever mm-hmm. to shoot and like distribute those things so yeah. that's definitely the big goal that we're constantly pursuing um that's good i have i have a question though yeah uh do you have a fear of bats because uh seems like that's kind of in the new job description you might have to deal with some bats as a producer <laughs> for for me fortunately i have no fear of bats i that's good i'll if they bite me a little bit when i'm sleeping i i can take it <laughs> um a few love love nibbles that's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh man i um, but yeah i i yeah so the short answer is producing is for sure what we, i want to get into as well as my brother that's that's awesome. Uh, it, again, a crazy third grade for me also was when I decided I started making videos around that time too, uh, and I just wanted to I wanted to be a part of it for a long time, and I wanted mm-hmm. to direct for a while until I learned that you know directing doesn't mean you write the script all the time. It's not. You know, there, there's a lot of elements that go into filmmaking. Uh, it, it, I don't know if you had this, but, like, I definitely had to... It took me a while when I was younger to pick up things, but once I got it, I felt like... Like, I always was, was frustrated. Like, how come I'm just setting the camera in one place, but other movies look different? You know? And, and those epiphanies... I actually... Were, I, get, I get that a lot when I was a kid. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. And it was that epiphany where it was like, oh, no, you have to do multiple shots and multiple uh, different uh, compositions for it to look like an actual film. And, uh, you know, things just started clicking as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, what, did, what did you first edit on? I edited on uh, iMovie. Nice. Or, no, 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 uh, Windows Media Player. Windows Movie Maker? Yeah, Windows Movie Maker. Okay. But it wasn't like, I wasn't good at editing. I was just like... It was like you had to time the camera perfectly. Like you had to say cut and then press it 
or no, you had to say like action, then yes. press it, and then you you would press it and then yell cut. Like there wasn't <laughs> any like trimming or anything. It was just like uh, assembly when it oh, came. Oh really? To okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't really start making films until I was in middle school, and I just used my little brother. Um, and his friends, because I was too embarrassed to ask my friends to be in my films. Really? Yeah. Um, I definitely had a little bit of a hiatus. It was it was one a certain friend. Shout out to AJ. Uh, we it was kind of him who pushed it too to make videos. He had the camera. He had the nice uh, digital camera. Ooh. The the little uh, twenty five megapixel. Uh, oh my Those gosh. slim cameras. You know those like the the rectangles. Are you talking about um, flip cam? No, I'm, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah flip I cam. had a flip cam. I loved flip cam. Flip cams were sick when they, yeah. it was like the prehistoric GoPro. Uh, exactly, yeah. That's a good <laughs> way to say it. And, uh, man, uh, just, it's something that, yeah, I've always wanted to do. And, again, it's when you get older, your hope shouldn't change, but your view on reality should become more apparent and uh, become more of a factor in considering a future in the film industry. Uh, you can't really be naive uh, when you get to our point. You gotta be really realistic in like the steps you, you really need to take in the, the way, like where, how you have to push yourself. Because I, I mean, if it were me, like I wouldn't be pushing myself to get up early every morning to save money to like, you know, yeah. to, to be able to even, you gotta work like to be able to work yes uh, yeah <laughs> and uh th- that's something also i think when it comes to this podcast we're starting um we, I, when you start a podcast yeah you want a lot of people to listen you want to get sponsors like it's not bad to like have that as a hope but it's also you need to kind of take it from square one like Again, I, I mentioned the social media thing, but it's like we're just laying the foundation right now. Oh yeah. And and you know, once we get those pieces together, then we'll start doing social media things and you know, expand a little more. The good thing about our team, you know, Jake and I, it, it's we're very dedicated and we're willing to put in the work to and we understand the reality of that it could just be a dud. Uh, but not to us, like, this for us, like, at the root of it is just something that makes us feel good and yeah. fulfills us, you know? And to, You know, to be honest, this is not going to propel us in any way. And yeah. we, we know that, and we're just doing it just for fun for the most part. And I think even, like, if it's not going to propel us, um, you could, uh, we, I mean, for me, and I think for you too, like, I still want to get better at this, even yes. if it is just my mom listening. Because this uh, is production in a way still. There's there's things you have to, like, it's also presenting yourself. Like, this is huge. Like, how we talked about the other day of um, how we tell stories and how we want to improve that and, like, how we, like, speak in general. Yeah. It's just something that I've loved listening to podcasts, and it's just, like, sometimes you got to do things just to do it for yourself or you don't want to wake up 30 years from now and be like, damn, I really wish I would have done a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not too late when you're 50 to do a podcast, but I mean, 
it's never too late to start something but it's also never too early to start something and if you're passionate about it um you can find the time for it and again like yeah i'm obviously like i'd love for a lot of people to listen because i love sharing what i'm passionate about to other people and and i what i i think is like what we're passionate about we think brings good into the world and we want to share that with as many people as possible um and to anybody listening like we just want to thank you again like even if it's just like one or two people uh hopefully you can take what we're saying and spread your own positivity and really put out your passions to other people because that's that's a gift to be able to do that um for any person who wants to like take the time to tell their passions to other people mm-hmm. um, and so uh in in conclusion please give us monies and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh clickbait clickbait uh views 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 we need views we need monetization uh, just kidding but uh we're gonna we're gonna move on i think to the next segment unless you want to have anything to close out with that no, I mean, I think we're just going to constantly be talking about <laughs> our hopes and dreams, so it's fine, yeah. I think. Yeah, this honestly, we should just call this Jake and Aaron's uh, diaries. And diaries. <laughs> <laughs> that would work pretty well, I think. And then the last episode will be titled The Death of Jake and Aaron's Hopes and Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we die. Yep. yep. That'd be cool. I like That'd that episode cool. idea. Mm-hmm. But anyways... Let's move on to what we're watching, listening, playing, and whatever other way you can consume media. Uh, I guess I will start. And so I, obviously this is only one day after recording the first episode, so I haven't seen anything besides what we'll be talking about in a little bit. Um, But I do want to say, I just want to talk about, I guess, a few of my favorite films that people probably haven't seen yet. And um, one that I always preach about is definitely Waves from last year. Um, That's from director Trey Edward Schultz. It's something that he hasn't actually... It it kind of came out of left field as far as subject matter for me, like first seeing what he has made previously. He's only made two other films, which is Krisha, um, which I haven't seen yet, and um, It Comes at Night, which is a horror movie. And, like... He has a very interesting, I guess he's just very dy- dynamic, and also he, he shows the aspect how, ratios. The aspect ratios are super fun, um, but, like, just that film in general, like, I don't think there are a lot of good Christian films out there, and I think most people can agree with that. It's not a very bold statement, but I think this film does a very good job at explaining at least a portion of the gospel. And I don't know if it's completely rooted in, like... Uh, I don't know if Trey Edward Schultz meant to kind of have it, have that effect, but I d- certainly saw, like, the forgiveness of the gospel in that movie, which is really cool to see in such a secular film. Um, and so... But, like, it's more than just that. It's more than just, like, a... Uh, it's just more than me perceiving it as gospel. It's got amazing performances it's got this really heartbreaking story and like what's even cooler is that they literally switch the main character halfway through the movie and Mm -hmm. you don't you don't even really expect who it's going to turn to and then it does and you're like 
oh, I wonder why we're watching this. And then by the end, you're like, that was so, that made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a great film all around. If, and if and I you can, saw it with me too. So yeah, what did you if think I, could, of it? I was going to say, if, if I could bounce off of you, you showed me that film and I actually wrote a paper on that film because it oh, did nice. have a good impact on me. It's a, it's a great film. Um, I, it was on, it was on iTunes for like five bucks and like 4k, uh, last month. And I, I, I purchased it. Uh, I, I think that it is what faith based films should be in a sense. It is very secular, but I also feel like life is secular in a way. And, yeah. And you got to sprinkle the good message of the gospel and the message of, you know, the, the whatever Christian method message you want to, to, uh, uh, visually and like a visual narrative, like film, um, mm-hmm. you, you need to have conflict and the conflict in a lot of Christian films made by like the mega churches is, uh, it's redundant. It's redundant. It's, and don't come after me, but it's, it's a little BS and, and, and life is not like that. And if you are trying to make films to uh, bring in people mm-hmm. into the church, uh, I think that you need to show a realistic depiction. depiction you need to have you need to have some f is. words in there. You ha- you need to have sex. You need to have drugs. You, need to, you can't just talk <laughs> exactly. about it too. You have to show it because like there's an effect on seeing those actions happen and seeing what violence does to people and like. But also you have to show the gospel side, which is showing the forgiveness against the atrocities that are committed in the story. Yeah. And necessarily you don't have to have drugs, violence, and sex all in one film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and I'll make kind of the argument that uh, on, like, it shouldn't be like if there is in a, sex in a film it should have a purpose behind it it sounds for some of you more uh, if any of you got listeners have trouble comprehending that uh, I do too in some ways I, I don't know when sex is honestly like meaningful in certain films because uh, there is it is a way to a way to uh, uh, just like entice more people and to yeah. watch the film uh, I think that it is important to, uh, it's, it's important to, uh, make sure that you have realistic conflict. Uh, it's cause right. you're just going to come that's off the biggest, Yeah. That's the biggest thing of like, this family is, is all intents and purposes, just a regular American family who go through something that anyone could have gone through and they don't just be like, like the main character isn't the righteous person, you know, none of them are. It's like, cause like in real life, none of us are the righteous character. We are guided by a righteous force. And like, you know, it's very subtle in the movie as far as like what, like what is driving them, but it is there. Like there are it's, definitely like, there's at least in my eyes, I've seen that there are definitely points in the film where it's like, there is a, unseen force happening here that is um, like pushing the characters toward certain decisions and i think that it stays with you 
when you see it. I think yes. that's the important thing. It sticks in your mind, the message, you know, the the, the message of forgiveness. Uh, the the certain Christian elements of the film definitely stuck with me. I mean, I wrote a paper on it. Uh, obviously, I love aspect ratios and. Boy, does he use aspect ratios in one of the best ways I've ever seen it. Oh, I, yeah. That, you were talking about films you wish you would have saw in the theater. I just wish I would have saw that film without yeah. even knowing. I, I, remember, I remember watching it with you. I was like, did they just change aspect ratio? I was, <laughs> I was like getting him to my, like, my, my, uh, my nerdy mode. Uh, I did write an eight-page paper uh, last year on aspect ratios. We'll get into that again <laughs> in another topic. Um, uh, what else are you? What else are you consuming, uh, um, media-wise? Um, well, that that one's just like yeah, that's like an all-encompassing recommendation that I always like to give out. Um, but I do also, I as far as like music, I guess I also really love Wallows. They are a newer band that came out, I think, officially two years ago or something like that. And I forget his name, but the kid who plays Clay Jensen in 13 Reasons Why on Netflix is the main singer, and it's just two of his other friends. And it's this sort of, like, beach rock alternative um, pop band that just came out of nowhere. And they, like, usually when a celebrity does a band, it's pretty bad. Like, yeah. it, it, it never really turns out well, um, but these guys are just so energetic and like it works because they're just all friends like they aren't like it isn't a slayer being like okay let's find a bassist let's find a drummer let's just start making music for me it's like they're just doing it for fun and they're just doing it because they love music and like honestly uh i forget his name but the lead singer should continue with that and put that as priority because it really works it's really fun music and yeah, it's just really great to listen to. That's awesome. Um, I'll definitely want to give that a listen. Uh, I was going to get into something, but I don't think we have enough time today. I, I think I'm going to have some anticipation for the media I'm consuming, and we'll bring it back in our next episode. Uh, I'll tell a li- uh, little story uh, about <laughs> middle school Aaron. Um <laughs> It's going to be a good one. You want to listen to that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, uh, the, the film is class action park. We'll get into that a little bit more. It's on HBO max. Uh, it's, it's a documentary about, uh, the, one of the like most dangerous amusement parks ever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've had some experiences at amusement parks uh, that I, I may not be so proud of. We'll save that again for the next episode. Uh, we'll just say that maybe I uh, uh, got into a little bit of a tussle with with a, a, another another guy at an amusement park. Happens uh, to the best of us. Uh, with other things I'm consuming uh, in general, uh, there are a couple uh, musicians again that I wasn't able to mention yesterday. Uh, if you're if you like the Beatles, which I'm guessing majority of people who listen to music like the Beatles, uh, uh, in a, a, a in a sense, uh, you could you know they have a lot of hits. They're considered by a lot like the some of the greatest songwriters. 
ever written. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Jake's giving me a face that's making that's, me nervous that I'm completely wrong. It's a bit of um, an understatement, but sure, keep going. Uh, that maybe there are people who don't like the Beatles. Uh, no, I do like the Beatles. I'm just. It's funny because you're like. I don't know if you guys heard about these guys. <laughs> They're pretty underground. Uh, there is a guy who sounds a lot like Paul McCartney. Very, uh, very uh, Beatles-sounding type song. It's very good. It's called uh, Somebody Made For Me, and it's by Emmett Rhodes. Uh, Rhodes is like R-H-O-D-E-S. Like Rhode uh, Island? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's how it's spelled? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> I'm good at spelling. Okay, okay, small story. We'll have a fun story today. I cheated on a spelling test in first grade. Yikes. I cheated, and I got caught. I can't believe you remember that. It's ingrained in me, because I I remember, I, I won't say the word yet. I remember getting caught, because the student teacher was walking around the classroom, and the students in the first grade classroom, our desks had like a little, it was the desk where it's like a regular desktop, but you have the, you keep all your books in this little cubby. It's not like you even open the desktop. Uh, and there was a kid who always cheated. Uh, I'm going to call you out, uh, Kyle. I'm not going to say your last name. Sounds like a you, cheater. But you were a little cheater. I, I saw you peeking in your cubby, uh, like your desk cubby during spelling tests. And uh, I saw that you would leave the spelling book open during the test and you'd peek under. Wow. You know? What? I, you, you took me down the path of darkness, Kyle. Bad influence. I just remember getting caught. And I was, knew I was in deep doo-doo. And my mom worked at the school. So, you know, we, when we get picked up for school, we stand in a line in the atrium. And then your parents would just, like, wave to the teacher and then you were good to go and I saw my mom and I didn't want my first grade teacher Mrs. Howard to see her and Mrs. I was Howard? Mrs. Howard uh, <laughs> I didn't want Mrs. Howard to see my mom I mean they're really good friends because my mom worked at the school it's a small school I went to a small uh, Christian elementary middle school uh, graduating class of 13 kids uh, and I just remember running to her, and I was like, Mom, I don't feel so good. Can we please go now? <laughs> <laughs> and I saw Mrs. Howard walking towards my mom. I'm like, Mom. I'm like crying. I'm like, please, I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good. Oh, my tummy hurts. My tummy's rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Howard is like, give me back my opal. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, she, she comes up to my mom. She's like, we need to talk in Ooh. the classroom. And I was like, I, I, I'd probably confess. I was probably like, I cheated, I cheated, I cheated <laughs> on my spelling test. And I just remember sitting in the classroom after all the kids left, and she sat me and my mom down, and she was like, Aaron cheated on his spelling test and and then your mom chopped off your left thumb I don't even think my mom even knows what her reaction to this was but But the word this is how bad of a speller I am the word that I cheated on was the word my 
Mm. I've <laughs> my my M Y. Can I can I hear that in a sentence? Is that an what? adjective? Is that a noun? Uh, which which part of speech is it? I uh, there's the word my. I couldn't I couldn't remember if it was M I or M Y. Oh my gosh! Well, if you were in Spanish class, you'd be correct. Yeah. And so, but yeah, Aaron, that I, is. That really changes how I perceive you. Not at, not for the cheating, just the fact that the two-letter word really. <laughs> no, you should really look at you. me differently because of the cheating. No, I, I think it's the two-letter word that uh, disturbs me more. Um, yeah, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I cheated. Uh, everything else was totally reasonable. Uh, a lot of people don't uh, know how to spell mine, but what, what, <laughs> we're, we're going to cut this. We're, we're just going to cut this, cut this out of the podcast. Make sure, make sure we'll that see. we cut we'll this. See. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, let's just let's just go back to my recommendations. Uh, I have two more songs. Uh, uh, probably you guys know Bryson Tiller. His new song Inhale has a sick sample. Love that. Uh, that's Tiller T I L L E R. I know how to spell that, Jake. Very and, good. Um, yeah. Very good. Um, if you guys are a fan of the song "Ghost Town" by Kanye West, and you don't want to listen to Kanye West, uh, you're in for a little surprise. Uh, with Just the pretend song. it's someone else. You know? No, 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 no. I I will say, you're in for a little surprise if you listen to "Take Me for a Little While" by the Royal Jesters. That's uh, J E S T E R S. That's one of my favorite songs right now, M-I-F-A-V-O-R-I-T-E-S-O-N-G. <laughs> M-I. Uh, Aaron, are you I, cheating right now? I'm not cheating. I did not write this down on my notes uh, before the, the show. Uh, but sometimes we make mistakes. Uh, sometimes we're human. And we're going to... I told you what, what I'm watching. I'm not watching. I mean, I am watching The Boys. It's, season two is good. But we'll get into that another time. Mm. Uh, I think it's time to move on to a note of positivity after I just shared my horrendous crime of cheating on a spelling test. Yeah, this this was a pretty, uh, there was a lot of complaining in this episode, but I think that's okay. It was all in good fun. It's, yeah, uh, complaining, I'd see, with us... With the, this is this is gonna be our thing. We always have to explain. Like <laughs> we're gonna always have to explain. Like people are gonna think we're such bad people. <laughs> I promise. I promise. It's all in good fun. I, I, I we are grateful for our jobs. Yes. Um, and it's we okay do believe to, that this podcast is gonna be fun regardless of what happens. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. Um, I think it's always as a listener and sometimes work sucks uh, blink 182 uh states in their song uh small all the small things uh work sucks i know so if anybody uh like bleak 182 knows uh work does suck sometimes even even it, it, it is a blessing to have work but it, it does suck and thinking of all the small things i think of that uh that vine of uh the song where it's like Say it ain't so. I will not go. And then it goes to Trump, and he's like, "No, get those lights off!" at one of his rallies, and it syncs perfectly with the song. Uh, that's some hilarious stuff. I, whoever thought of that, I, I applaud you and your comedy. Uh, I don't know how him yelling at 
uh, people to get the lights off on stage the, at his rally. It syncs so perfectly to that song. Is this the note of positivity? Uh, it, if it, if you want to look up a, a good laugh, which is positive, look up uh, Trump, all the small things vine. Uh, maybe one day we'll talk about our favorite vines. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say favorite politicians. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I will say uh, make sure you register to vote. Uh, I think it's important. And, yeah, at the very least. Uh, uh, and... Uh, for the note of positivity, I just think uh, with hopes and reality, sometimes you are going to fail. Uh, I wish I had this pulled up. So I'm just going to kind of indirectly quote this proverb of fall down eight times, get up nine. Sometimes we just got to get up and keep moving on. And you're going to keep falling down, but you got to pick yourself back up. And um, if you're having trouble uh, picking yourself back up, make sure to, uh, to always seek help. Uh, and there are people who love you. Um, if the very, you know, we love you as the listeners, yeah. we're, we're there. Um, hopefully, you know, in the future, we'll be able to interact with you guys more if things work out, if we hope yeah. things work out better and uh that we can interact with you and uh we can help whatever's going on in your life maybe a note of positivity can um, be a part of the ask aaron and jake helpline uh, and we can give you our best advice because you know we've experienced a lot of things cheating we're on also, tests yeah we're also not uh <laughs> we're also not certified therapists so we'll give we are you not best. don't take it take it with a grain of salt you know mm-hmm. and uh there's uh the, yeah uh, but again, okay. So as for David Spade, though, yeah, exactly. Yeah, David Spade. This is a big announcement. Uh, we're, we're still talking. We're in talks. We're in talks, and uh, we're just so excited if he can come on the show and share with us. Yeah, uh, he he said he could do this time, but he you know he's David Spade, so something came up, something really important. Mm-hmm. I I think he's uh, working on Emperor's New Groove too. Not no the Kronk's way. new groove, but I don't want to spread any rumors. But uh, I hear that they're gonna maybe either do a sequel or a live action remake. Oh. But instead of a, it's gonna be his face plastered onto the llama face. That would be great. Mm. So, but we'll um, we'll see. You'll hear from the man himself soon. Yes, and uh, you'll hear from us soon. Uh, this was and our, our lawyers. <laughs> the, yes, uh, this was our our second episode of. Hope this works. Thank you for, again, if you're listening now, thank you for bearing down. We're still figuring out the kinks, finding the rhythm. Mm-hmm. You're going to see us try things and, 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 and not try things because they didn't work. Uh, so you guys have a good rest of your day, your night, your morning, your afternoon. Uh, and we'll be here next time for episode three. I'm Catch you Aaron. next time, guys. Yeah, I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Jake. I'm Aaron. I'm Jake. And uh, have a good one. See you guys.